This episode is brought to you by Sunroom. The house can get crowded, and if you need somewhere for family or friends to stay during the holidays, the Sunroom is a pet-friendly rental in Paragol with a top-rated Airbnb Superhost rating. Beautiful scenery, overlooking a nice pond, peaceful, relaxing, much better than a hotel. Leisure Comfort. At Leisure Comfort Heat and Air, we provide friendly heating and air conditioning repairs done right. We repair all major brands and give reliable options to get your system working properly. In the unfortunate event that your new equipment is necessary, we can make the installation seamless and easy. We install all major brands and with free estimates and flexible financing options, upgrading your HVAC system has never been easier. Whether you're looking for HVAC system repair, seasonal maintenance, new equipment, or general construction needs, our trained technicians will get you on the best path to enjoying a comfortable home environment. Welcome once again to the Big Circle. This is Derek Followell. And I am Ivy Heron Jr. Welcome to the Big Circle. Just a small rectangle table. We're still waiting on our donation <laughs> of a big circle. It? Didn't yeah. somebody say they were getting us a table, really? I think they thought about it. They sent me the text and said, <laughs> I'm really gonna consider. Okay, whoever this. sent that text and, and is considering. We're praying that you get that done quickly so we don't have to keep this table. Michael, I hope you're watching this <laughs> podcast. I love you. I'll see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so today, you don't know what we're talking about, right? And I never do. <laughs> prepared, unprepared. Here we are. I am not prepared, but I... <laughs> I this, oh, I, not I, prepared. Oh, a note section. Oh, How am I, I'm, yeah, let, yeah. Let me explain, some, let me explain yeah. something to you. I have a napkin yeah. with something written on it. Notes. Like four little words. Notes. This is prepared. Notes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Falcon tires. Cooper tires. Bow them. That's how prepared I am. Let's go. Okay. Let's, Let's hear the subject. Okay. I'm excited. So today we're going to talk about staying or being motivated. I like this so far. Okay. Um, I was thinking about this today. Motivation's not the issue in one singular thing that I'm motivated about at the moment. But how do I stay motivated in all things. Yeah. I just didn't know if singular was on your note card over there, so I didn't know. <laughs> I probably said it wrong, too. Okay. I probably said it like Leroy Batman. <laughs> singular. <laughs> Y'all remember Southern Batman? Here he is. I'm back again. I'm back. No, that's not Batman, is it? <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it. <laughs> it's Leroy shoot him. <laughs> so, anyway. So, like, seriously, though, we have to be motivated in all things. We should be motivated in all things. And... <laughs> he's already spilling the black coffee. Um, uh, but being motivated in all things can be difficult, be challenging. Okay? So here's some examples from my own life. If I was super motivated to do great at work, mm -hmm. I spent every ounce of energy I had. Mm -hmm. When I got home and it was time to be husband, dad, Cook, help. Yep. I was wore out. Or I was super dad at home, yeah. doing great. Yeah. Work struggled. Well, then we have the gym. Then we have community. Then we have church. Yeah. Then we have all the things that, whatever you're into, somebody's into something. 
singular how, how, how do you, do you stay mo- singularly <laughs> motivated in, in one thing in so like each, welcome to the big circle yeah. i've worked all day long i'm so unmotivated right now so yes so how do you stay motivated to do all of those things um so let's let's first talk about being motivated in good relationships okay okay um you got a nice wife beautiful wife okay I've got a nice wife. I've got great relationship, okay? Um, when I go home, I've got to be motivated to engage myself in that relationship. Give my spouse what she needs. She gives me what I need. The difficulties of all of those things. How do you go home and do that when you're spent? Yeah. Well, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're telling me, tell me. Yeah. You struggle with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I give 110% to the work day and everything that it entails, and then at the end of the day, I'm beat. Mm -hmm. I'm beat. So I'm sure a lot of people that's listening right now are trying to find that too. I'm one of them. So tell us the secret. So I have really worked hard in, like, staying plugged in in all my relationships. Mm -hmm. Today I've probably had, I'm going to guess, 50 phone calls. Uh, I would say roughly a hundred text from a hundred different people yeah. today. Uh, so you're out of one thing into something else. You're interacting with people and they expect your best. We need a petition for a pay raise. <laughs> so, so what you work on is like every conversation I'm having with someone, I've got to have that conversation like I haven't already had. 49 other conversations. Yeah. You got to go home like I haven't worked all day and I don't want to do nothing. Are most of the conversations you have during the day very similar? Because you said 50 different people, 100 different people. Would you say about 80% of those problems are similar to being the same thing in, in one way or another? Man, if that I'd makes say sense. Probably 95% of them. Okay. What Just because you? people are people. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all. We're all trying to deal with what I'm going through, how it affects me, how I respond to it. What's the number one thing that affects people the most? Uh, relationships. Relationships. Either boss, wife, husband, brother, sister, aunt, uncle. Why do you think they struggle with that? Because we're all humans and we're imperfect. Yeah. And we're all dealing with each other's imperfections. Okay. I notice yours... As soon as I walk through the door, yeah. <laughs> but mine, you know, yeah, they're not quite so obvious. Yeah, and that's just the nature of the beast and being a human. Yeah, is learning how to put the the telescope on you or or the microscope on you and the telescope on someone else. Right, it's hard to do that sometimes. Yeah, so here's what I started doing. This is this is some of the efforts that I put in, and it can be exhausting at times. Uh, but you go home and it's just like. I may be tired, but hey, let me let me cook my wife her favorite meal. Let, uh, there's during COVID and all that season when we couldn't get out much. Yeah, it's like every other night the kids were like, um, "I want burgers" or "I want this," right. you know. And then you're you're constant in that serve it mode, yeah. uh, trying to do that for them, yeah. you know. And then you got to figure out how do I do that with a happy heart? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like being engaged 
in all of those things, learning when to say no, when to say yes, when no, know your limits. Yeah. I think there's sometimes I've ran past my limits yeah. and been frustrated by what I was doing. Yeah. And then it doesn't look healthy. Right. You know, it's like you go home and Megan says, let's watch a movie. Okay, we'll watch a movie. Yeah, torqued out about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And and that ain't what we need to be or do. Right. So give me an example in your own life that when you, you got home, you're tired, but you made the sacrifice. Give me an example of that. Oh, I'm 100% grade A, just perfect all the time. <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of those. I mean, just being spent from work. Um, like when I actually made the sacrifice, right? Um, golly, put me on the spot like that. Um, mm. I mean, just doing, just going the extra. You know, hey, even the small things to me. After a long day, like, can you run to Dollar General and grab, right? You know, cat food, whatever it right. may be. Just to me, in my walk right now, that's you know, even a small sacrifice. It'll they'll get, they'll get bigger. You know what I mean? Sure. But but the little things, taking the extra time to you know, communicate properly with your spouse. You know, I have issues with that, with building it, building it, building it, until finally it just collides into something a lot different. So give us some steps I, on how Okay, to so that. here's an example in my own life. I think I spent a good portion of my life wanting to be considered, mm -hmm. but struggled to be considerate. Right. I would think, well... It's blatantly obvious what I'm going through here. A blind man could see it. Why wouldn't you help me? Yeah, Stevie Wonder could. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And on the other hand, maybe I missed those cues on someone else because I was focused on me yeah. or my own personal selfishness. Yeah. So I think it's important that we show up for all good relationships. Create a culture in which the person that's there can tell you what they're struggling with with you Without you losing it. So you're saying actually be present. Communicate. Yeah, communicate. <laughs> Something we preach on right. quite often. Here. Yeah, communicate. Yeah. Be present. Listen when someone tells you something about yourself that you are not particularly pleased with. Take a picture of somebody actually listening, of someone else talking to somebody who never listens to anybody. Take a picture of it. Save it as their profile mm -hmm. and remind you. So, so let, let me tell you my first step in good relationships, what I did. So um, I was not taught how to communicate. Yeah. At home, it was whoever was the loudest won, right? So that's you won. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I've, I've spent my life being loud. Yeah. It was the loudest person got heard. Yeah. So I, I grew up in that culture. Not that my parents were bad or, or, yeah. or I'm not saying that. I had great parents, but um, you know, they that that was that was the way they were raised. The loudest person was right. the one that got heard. Yeah. So and then if I was loud and didn't get heard, the next thing you do is you start cursing while you're being loud, and then somebody will really listen. So when I made a decision in my life and I started changing some things about myself, the first thing I decided to do was to stop cursing. Yeah. The reason I made that decision is because that's how I communicated when I was angry. Yeah. So I thought, it forces me now to learn how to communicate in my good relationships in a better way. Yeah. So you're telling me you just quit that one day? Yes. Yeah. Since what so year? So 2006, 2007... No, that's not true. 2006 is when I started, stopped cursing. Mm -hmm. uh, about six months in, 
we were at the dinner table. I'll never forget. And bam, I hit the dinner table, yeah. said a curse word. And I, t- and I remember telling my family, I told you I was not going to curse again. I'm going to start over. Yeah. And that was the last day. So that was 16 years ago. Now, to all of our listeners out there, I'm not telling you, you, you know, you better not be cursing, and this is not Mr. Rogers telling no, you. because that was about two and a half hours ago for me. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah, learning. I, I mean, no, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I'm telling you if you're going to learn to be a better communicator, you better take the things out that you that you lean to as a crutch. Right. Uh, and it's just not, I mean, it's not healthy. Nobody's going to feel better after they get cursed at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I've even ha- been on the phone with you when you've said, that person cursed at me, right? Yeah. And, and, and well, I've came a long way, <laughs> right? Yeah, and that—that that was a while back. And yeah. and but you see, I'm not going to give what I don't want to get, right? That's that's unfair. Well, how far do you really get in a cussing match? I mean, at the end of the day, I've seen examples, that, you know, in my life that you know everybody's listening to that one person, and it's just a screaming, shouting fit. Yeah. And guess what? Hey, once that's communicated, and once that's done, once the things are said, the damage is done. Yeah, it's already done. And guess what? The things that you wanted to fix go back to the same thing in the next hour. Right. If not, you know, next hour, next day, they come back anyway, formally with a vengeance. So you ask for a tip. Tip number one, don't curse at good relationships. Amen. There's no reason in it. Yeah. It's not healthy. Secondly, don't say destructive things. So when I couldn't, quote, unquote, curse anymore, I can talk without cursing. I can do that by saying you're. Yeah. Well, give me an example. Stupid. You're, okay. That was dumb. You shouldn't have done this. You're wrong. Yeah. I'm not cursing. So you're telling me I can still no. call. No. I know if I can call. Okay. So once I stopped that, it was like then something else opened the door of something else I was working on. Right. You know, and, and there, then there's a lot of doors. There is there's a lot of different things that you got to work on. So then I started being nice in a very loud and not so nice way okay right there's another door so evaluate yourself work hard on showing up right at good relationships um stay motivated to do it okay i would encourage everybody that if you got a good relationship stay motivated in that good relationship make it healthy it's it's important yeah what about when that fire in that in that relationship kind of sizzled out i'm not talking about just with your spouse but you know your work partners your your friends your family because man let's get real we get burnt out sometimes sometimes we just want to we just want to chill what's your what's your advice on that so i had a conversation with someone today i was counseling someone today and we were having a conversation and i was i was actually talking about our friendship and um, I don't ever participate in a friendship thinking about when it ends. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about when it began. I just think about living in the moment. Yeah. I don't ever look at me and you not being friends. Right. The, the unfortunate reality is everybody else does. Is there that. is a chance that everybody else looks at it that way? Yeah. There's a chance that. One day we could not be friends. I hate to even think yeah. about that. I wouldn't even want to open my mind to that. It's like, how could that happen? Yeah. Well, you know, 
crazy stuff happens. Yeah. So, but if we stay in good communication, we're talking to each other properly. Right. Making can, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell each other when we struggle yeah. and when we have issues. That friendship stays healthy. Yeah. And beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, you took me to the woodshed this morning about going to the gym. Yeah. You know, and I took you to the what? <laughs> to the woodshed. Oh yeah. That, that, never mind. I ain't gonna keep that one out. But the yeah, woodshed yeah. was. I, well, I guess that's old. That's Southern Batman stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's Leroy. <laughs> yeah. Take you out to the woodshed. Absolutely. That's where you used to go get a whooping when you was a kid. So J and M Trailer Sales and Service. J and M Trailer Sales and Service has a huge selection of trailers, trailer repair, and prices so low it's stupid. Also, if you don't want to commit to buying a trailer or a piece of equipment, they rent it out as well. Trailers, car haulers, skid steers, and excavators. J&M Trailer Sales, located at 2510 South 2nd Avenue, Paragould, Arkansas. Sharp Custom Hauling. They serve all of Northeast Arkansas and haul a variety of materials. Chat, gravel, fill, sand, dirt, and more. Need your land cleared? parking lot, building pad, dirt work, driveways, and bush hogging. We offer free estimates and competitive pricing, and financing is available as well. Sharp custom hauling. We can get her done. You got hounded about the gym. Well, I need to be hounded. You know, I I might do that with you on your... On our, on our, and that's me too, like showing up on just the days that we just feel kind of motivated, just kind of doing the motions. Yeah. Um, Man, I completely lost my train of thought. That's what's terrible. No, um, yeah, no, like today, what happened today was yeah. I struggle on Thursdays. Yeah. Wednesday's my late night. Uh, you act like you're a preacher and you preach on Wednesdays <laughs> or something. So It's my late night. A lot of times it's, yeah. you know, it's midnight before I go to bed. Yeah. 4.45 is early. Yeah. So if I struggle, when I struggle to go to the gym, I struggle to go to the gym on a Thursday. Yeah. Right? And that's my... Well, you made that almost like a routine, too, to always miss Thursday. So our routines in our life are so important and right. so validated that routines are so important just because of the simple fact that if you get out of that routine, it can it can mess everything up. And today, you, you kind of busted me on that routine. And when I say that, when I say the woodshed or busted me, yeah. I'm thankful yeah. that you're like, okay, we got to hold each other accountable. Yeah. That this is not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and the night before you were like, hey, I want you to hold me accountable to be in service because that's yeah. what I need to do. And I'm not coming to that. Yeah. But I want you to, <laughs> I you did. know, I want I you to hold me accountable yeah. and, you know, like I should be. And I even said something like, well, I can't hold you accountable to something you've never done right. consistently. Yeah. You know, and you, and, and it's, it's showing up and doing what we need to do. And yeah. we had that conversation today. Some and people need that tough love, though. Absolutely. I need it. If I, I get a pat it. on the back, I'm good, buddy. Yeah. I don't need anything else. I'm fine. I don't I, need, I need, need you to, to co-sign me not being to the gym every Thursday. Yeah. I need you to be like, get up. Yeah. Absolutely. Go to the gym. Well, don't tease me at the good time. I'm here for it. I'm here so for it. it's like, now those are just good relationships. Yeah. Um, Staying motivated to do things that are difficult. Yeah. I just got a text from a friend literally two minutes before we started recording. And he told me that it had been 37 days since he had been drunk. Awesome. Congratulations. 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 That's a big step. It's a struggle. He, He struggles with alcoholism. 35 days since he's had a drink. It's amazing. So, I mean, I'm not going to name his name, and we're not going to dip off into those weeds. But yeah. 
the truth, and I told him, stay, stay, focused. stay motivated. Yeah. Stay motivated. Yeah. And to someone that's listening today that, um, you know, they can, they can go have something to drink yeah. and it's no bother to them. Yeah. To someone that has suffered and struggled with alcoholism. Yeah. I'm not saying, and this is me personally, I'm not saying that some people can't just have a glass of wine. They can't yeah. just go out and do it. I'm not one of them people. No. I'm full in or full out. Yeah. So that 35 days to me is speaking something huge. Yeah. That's a huge accomplishment because once you realize that that 35 days is a big step and then you move forward in that, you start opening those doors that you're talking about. You're finding more doors of other things you have to work on, which makes it that much harder to retract a little bit and not go back to the same things that are comfortable. That's correct. That is the struggle, but that's what's got to keep you motivated. Yeah. I know where I was three and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. I know how hard and difficult some days will be in business and relationships and the I know the struggle that's coming, but I know where I've been and where I'm never going back to. That's right. That's the beauty. And you have to have relationships to stay motivated. Yeah. I had a, uh, a, a brother from church text me uh, Monday, yeah. and he, I forgot exactly what it was, but he, was, he, he checks in with me on Monday and tells me how he's doing on his health journey. Awesome. And on Monday, he was like, I mean, that was a relationship so cool, though. Yeah, That is awesome, man. It, yes. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, that's super cool. But you need that. Yeah. He needed that accountability. I need that reminder. Yeah. The guy that texts me about his drinking issue, he texts me today because he needs motivation. You remember that feeling so Absolutely. many odd years ago. Absolutely. You, and it keeps you motivated. I got a text today. Uh, a random uh, old friend of mine said, man, the way you continue to push forward and that you're not letting your past affect. That motivates me, and it's kept me going the last week. That's the best text I've got. You know, yeah. I love all my relationships, but that text right there, I said, man, I really appreciate that. I'm saving this text message for the hard days. Absolutely. I want to go back, and I want to look at that text message of just a little bit of encouragement because that what, what sometimes what we don't realize is the people that are from the outside looking in, they see this, what, they, what you think is a finished product. Right. And then we get home and we look in the mirror and we don't see the same thing. Right. Why is that? It's because we still have doors that are opening in our, in our lives that we're trying to correct. Absolutely. So I love that. Yeah. So um, the brother that texts me Monday, he says, uh, you know, Christmas was here, whatever. He's like, I've gained like 12 pounds. I forgot what it was. Yeah. He responds after that and says, and I don't need you to tell me it's okay. It's not okay. I've done it. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to get it fixed, and I'm going to move forward. Yep. So I thought what was so awesome about that text is not only did he tell me what he had dealt with, he told me what he needed from me. He don't yep. need a text from me that says, um, hey, it's okay. Like, I need to quit. Yeah, you don't, I, don't need a, I don't need a text from you on Thursday that says, hey, it's okay just to not show up on Thursdays. Right. No, we don't I, need that. No, I no. need somebody to help keep me motivated. Yeah. To do what I need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, that's just a great point. All motivation is such a a key factor in not only success in your life, but just in staying driven. Routine motivation, man, I love it. What motivates me? What people need to start to understand is, man, my past motivates me. Mm -hmm. Where I've been 
motivates me. Mm-hmm. It keeps me moving forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be this motivated without it. So I'm mm-hmm. thankful for it. Right. Start coming with terms of, of your past, who you were. Right. Embrace that. You then know, you'll often, see your full potential. Yeah, oftentimes we say, I don't know if I'd be the same without my past. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is. Yeah. We can't change it. It is but you're it using it to move forward, that's right. and that's that's the key element of yep. it all. Yep. So we, we've talked we've we've talked about being motivated in good relationships. How do you stay motivated in not so good relationships? Oh no, hold on one second. Check <laughs> There's no tips on there. <laughs> not so good relationships. I don't know. Um, normally. Not so good relationships. So give me an, let me give you an example. Let okay. me set up a scenario. We may have to edit this if I trap you too much. Oh, okay. I'm really excited. Okay. No, this will be even better. So obviously you own a tire store, mm-hmm. and you have customers that come in that are just the happiest of all customers. Yes. And you have some customers that come in that are probably a little bit more difficult relationship. Yes. Um, how do you handle yourself differently based off of what customers coming in? Oh wow, I love. I, I knew this was coming. <laughs> something that was going to put me. You know, it's a good question, man. Honestly, right now, um, some things like that that happen, man. I just put a smile on. I, I'm I'm so kind that mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's no reason, and it almost corrects. It almost corrects sometimes. Fifty percent of the time, it corrects their attitude when you're kind back. Yeah, just being kind. Man, yeah. hey, we don't know. And that's what I tell, you know, all, all, all of our salesmen up front, all of our leaders of hair and tire, and we don't know what that customer, what, whoever's walking through the door, we don't know what struggle they're going through that day. We, right. we, have to, we have to be aware that everybody has a story. Every single person that walks through the door is going through something. Some hide it better. Some face it better. Some just don't know how to deal with it. Our job is to be kind. So did I hear you say you deal with a bad relationship person the same way you do a good one. Uh, yes, you did. Think about that. Yeah. And how many times are we guilty of not doing that? Yeah. You know, have you ever called that person that you're like, I'm calling my crazy uncle? Or and I feel my, like we're almost yeah. more guilty of, of doing that. Like, we can do that in the work life all day long. Right. It's coming home sometimes that seems to be the biggest struggle, and that's not – saying any, just in general with our relationships outside of work we can handle it fine when it comes to the people that do business with us that we serve with mm-hmm. but when it comes to people sometimes that love us the most we struggle why is that um i think anything that becomes a constant can become an irritant mm-hmm. yeah it is what it is yeah i mean i can get this cup and think this is the greatest cup after i had this cup forever i want a new cup pasture is good but falcon <laughs> tires are great too yeah. you know what i mean yeah. after a while anything that is a constant can become an irritant because we learn the traits and habits and i get that that's a good i mean that's a good that, that that's a good point because yeah. when you look at it through that lens that changes that changes perspective that's kind of what we're supposed to do in in this podcast you know you, we, we talk about changing your perspective changing your life change your perspective on that mm-hmm. maybe things won't be so irritable maybe so give me Thankful. an example in your life of something Megan would do um, at home that would be an irritant to you. Let me give you mine, and that'll give you time okay. to think. Okay, so right. this is no secret. Sarah loves dogs, right? <laughs> so on any given day yeah. when I come home, 
we only have one dog that we own, Eddie. <laughs> and uh, on any given day that we come home, there could be four dogs in the house. Yeah. When we first got married, the rule was no pets in the house. Yeah. Here we are, fast forward 29 years, four dogs on my couch. Yeah. That can become an irritant. Yeah. If I allow it to. Yeah. And I would love to tell you I never allow it to. Yeah. But sometimes I do. Let me put you on the spot, too, okay. real quick. Y'all had talked about the one thing that you could do better as a husband. Yeah. What was it? So, yes, this is this is classic. True story. Uh, this is classic. Batman. So, I, I, I have a conversation with my wife. This is some time ago. And, you know, we try once in a while just to sit down and, and just had – we kind of have kind of scheduled conversations where we talk about things we could do better individually. Yeah. You know, it helps. It, it's better than an argument. Yeah. It's a, it's a scheduled conversation where you sit down. It's yeah. almost like a yeah. scheduled. Serious schedule <laughs> conversation with Megan at a love you, babe. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, then you sit down and schedule that conversation. So I asked the question, uh, what can I do to be a better husband? Yeah. She said, I want you to quit saying you hate the dogs. <laughs> This is true. I love you, babe. <laughs> and then she says, I want you to love the dog more. Yeah. Okay? So here we go. How's right? It, how's so, it going so, so far? So I'm putting effort into it. So at first, you know, I would love to tell you I was completely genuine. <laughs> but <laughs> that I, fake salesman <laughs> smile. Right. Hey, Eddie, I love That's you. That's why I was like, Eddie. Oh, I was using this, Eddie, you're the greatest dog ever. Them through the window. You know, and, sorry, Sarah. And when it first started, I was saying, Eddie, you're ugly. Nobody loves you. And she was like, Stop <laughs> telling him that. I was like, Well, he doesn't really understand. She was like, He knows oh, you're gone. He knows. You know, but that he got trained to that voice yeah. was he's paying me attention. Yeah. We flipped the script. Now instead of the dog loving Sarah, <laughs> the dog loves you. <laughs> Oh, doesn't God have a sense of humor? Yeah. I mean, the dogs go yeah. crazy for me. So we're sitting on the couch. The dog literally will dive up on my shoulder, like, trying to give me a hug. So yeah. was like, I would give anything if he would do that to me. Yeah. But it's just a switch. That is something that was yeah. important to her. It's a good relationship. Yeah. I wanted to put the effort into it. Yeah. It actually became kind of fun. When I put the effort into right. it. Right. Well, you said give an example. So my, my number one example, too, real quick, is affection. I have a hard time showing affection because I never gave it for so long. Right. Didn't really want to feel the feelings, yada, yada, yada. So that's one thing that I could put effort into my relationship right. is showing affection. Right. Showing that she's cared for, that she's loved. Even though I think I'm showing it, I know I could do a better job. Acknowledging the fact that I know I could do a better job, that's improvement. Right. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's going to work. So... With saying that, be motivated. You're, Let's continue this too, yeah. because we're not we're not done. We, we hadn't got, even scratched the surface. Yeah, we'll yet. do a part two on this. So continue to stay motivated, not only just in your work life, because your work life at the end of the day, the titles, all that, man, it really means nothing. The relationships with the people that love you most, that's what means everything. Absolutely. Those are the people that are gonna catapult you into the real the real you. Right. Who you're going to be as a person, how you're going to succeed in this life and how you're going to succeed in successfully serving others instead of just serving yourself. So, guys, we're excited. Yeah. Thank you for joining into the big circle. 
the small rectangle table. But Michael's getting us a new beautiful circle table. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. We're so excited. Guys, we're just thankful that you joined. Hey, if you like this podcast, give us a five-star review. If you want to give us a four-star, don't even worry about it. <laughs> throw it in the garbage. Throw it away. Share it if you got something good out of it. Um, tag a couple friends. Hey, we're just excited to be here. We're thankful that uh, God has offered opened up this opportunity for both of us to uh, be able to speak to each and every single one of you. We love you. And, and we just want to be you. real, real things, real subjects, yep. real people. I'm Derek Folliwell. And I'm Ivy Heron Jr. Thank you for joining the big circle. Peace. Quality Voices is hiring now for daytime and nighttime shifts. They are a faith-based company that works on behalf of political endeavors and nonprofit organizations. You can fill out an application at 5510 Southwest Drive, Suite 4. They have great management, great family atmosphere, and a great environment. Quality Voices in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Sharp Farms. Sharp Farms is family-owned and locally grown beef. From our pasture to your table, we heard you need beef. We have what you're looking for, whole, half, or a quarter cow. If that's more than you need, let us help you build a custom meat box that fits your budget. Call or email us for more information at sharpfarms2022 at gmail.com or call Miss B at 870-219-3497.